the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Uh, just just a, a couple of uh, election-related things to discuss really quick. Uh, individual states are in charge of their elections. Uh, the secretaries of state, the individual state legislatures, determine basically how, when, why... There are some federal rules and regulations, but most are dependent upon the individual state. And that's why we have such vast differences in reporting. I am so grateful that I do not recall a scandal of any kind here in the state of Ohio about any election. If there have been, I I don't recall it. We've had, we have had excellent secretaries of state, excellent. They've they've done wonderful jobs. Frank LaRose is our current secretary of state, and to my knowledge, the election on Tuesday ran like clockwork here in the state of Ohio, and we knew the results in a timely manner. Uh, there are still a couple of races that may have to have a runoff or something, but for the most part, we knew right away what the results were. And that's the way it used to be. And the, I mentioned this a few days ago. Think of the leaps we've made in technology in the last 30 years. And yet... 30 years ago, we had almost no questions at all about election integrity. And 30 years ago, even in a presidential election, we knew the answer by midnight or whatever. Uh, there was, of course, the whole hanging Chad thing with uh, with George Bush and, and uh, uh, Gore. But for the most part, when we had less technology, we had more accurate and more timely results. Can I give you a case in point? The state of Arizona. And, and here's the bizarre irony of the state of Arizona. We don't know yet who the governor is. We don't know yet who the senator is from Arizona. Uh, this is Thursday. The election was Tuesday. Yeah, and I just checked, and in some of the races in Arizona, there are still only 70% of the votes counted. What? The election was Tuesday? This is Thursday? 
70% of the votes counted still can't declare a winner. And here is the irony. The Democratic candidate for the governor's office of Arizona is the current Secretary of State. No kid. Think about the irony of that. The Arizona Secretary of State does not know whether or not she has won the election for the office she is seeking because of the office that she currently holds. Now, again, think, think of the incredible irony of that. She doesn't know whether she's governor or not because the Secretary of State's office is not efficient enough. Oh, my goodness. It's, and if you look at it na- nationwide, most of this is because of mail-in ballots and the drastically different standards from state to state to state across America concerning absentee ballots. Almost all of the controversy, huge controversy even now in Pennsylvania about mail-in ballots. The big holdup in Arizona is about mail-in ballots. And just a thought, if you wanted to commit fraud in an election, if you wanted to commit fraud, what would be the easiest way to fraudulently vote in an election? In person? Nah. Especially not if you have to show ID and do they match your signature? Nah. Uh-uh. What about mail-in ballots? If it were possible to cheat, I think anyone with a lick of common sense would agree that a mail-in ballot system would be the easiest to cheat with. Now, why did we go... I'm Hey, listen, you know I'm not into conspiracies. You know that. But I am into thinking and using your brain. When was the big, big, big... We, we never had mail-in ballots before. Absentee, yes. But mail-in ballots, no, no. Not unheard of. Well, when did that come about? COVID. COVID. We can't go to the polling stations. We might die. We could kill somebody else. We can't go. We we can't go in person. So, so all across America, states passed, in some cases, emergency legislation to allow, to encourage, and to embrace mail-in voting. It's safer. People won't die for COVID. Well, if the impetus for mail-in voting was COVID— And that was back when we were locking down everything. They were canceling football games, basketball games. They were locking down schools. Masks were required. You couldn't get on a plane without a mask. All of that's gone now. So if the major reason for mail-in voting was COVID, and now that COVID is primarily gone, should we do away with mail-in voting? 
Oh, no. No, 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 no. So, again, I'm not into conspiracies, but I have a brain. Who was behind the mail-in voting? Democrats. Almost completely. Almost completely. The Democrat progressive left. Mail-in voting, mail-in voting, mail-in voting. Who primarily brought that about through the draconian lockdowns across the country? Hmm. Liberal, progressive Democrats. Hmm. Um, am I implying that this was some grand conspiracy? Eh, no. But I think it is worthy of looking at. Uh, a few states, kind of the model, Ohio certainly one of them, Florida. Florida had smooth, smooth, smooth voting And the election results, known that night. Ohio, smooth election results, known that night. So again, I'm not into conspiracies. But the states where the most controversy lies, controlled by Republicans or Democrats, Secretary of State, Republicans or Democrats, hmm, I am sure it's just a coincidence that most of the controversy is in states where the election system is overseen by leftists. I could be wrong, and I'm not being facetious. I'm just throwing it out, but um, certainly makes you think, makes you think. When we come back... I want to talk about politics in a completely different way. All right? I hope you'll stick with me and allow me the opportunity to explain what I mean. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Let me talk to you just for a few minutes about the abortion issue. And I want to make it very clear that I am in full support of legislation that bans the murder of innocent unborn babies. I support our heartbeat bill here in Ohio, have from the very beginning. I have supported, I think, all of the pro-life legislation here in Ohio and around the country. So I just want to make it clear, I fully support legislation that limits or bans abortion. But I also want to make it clear, we will never win the abortion battles by passing laws. We need to do it. But we will not win the battle by passing legislation. Here in Ohio, uh, for the short time that the heartbeat bill was in effect, 
Now that we have a new Supreme Court here in Ohio, I am hoping that very soon, um, after the new justices are sworn in, uh, that the heartbeat bill will be enforced again. But we know that for the short time that the heartbeat bill was being enforced here in Ohio, women just went to another state. We reduced the number of abortions here in Ohio. That's great. That's wonderful. And we should rejoice over that. But we didn't stop it. And if the heartbeat bill does become law again and it is enforced, we will reduce the number of abortions, but we will not stop them because ultimately, and here's here's the point I want to make, Ultimately, it is not a legislative issue. It is a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Now, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. We can deal with the legislative issue. But more important than that is the heart issue. That's why I love to support Heartbeat International here in uh, Columbus. I believe in January, uh, I'll be coming to you on behalf of Heartbeat International. We've been doing that in January now for several years, and I'm assuming we will again this year. It's a heart issue. Heartbeat International has an option line where women and men from all over the United States can call in the midst of a crisis pregnancy, and they will not be told, well, it's against the law, so you can't kill your baby. They're not going to be told that. They're going to be given the reasons why they should choose life. Reasonable and even scientific reasons why they should choose life. Now, what brought this up, here's something that we've not heard much about. Five states had abortion, uh, five states had issues on the ballot that codified abortion rights, basically made Roe versus Wade law in those states. Five states had pro, I think that's the best way to put it, five states had pro-abortion laws on the ballot. All five of them passed. There were several states that had anti-abortion laws on the ballot. Most of those failed. And... I tried to make it clear years ago, when we were first talking about the possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned, I tried to make it clear, folks, listen, 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 I hope Roe versus Wade is overturned. To be really honest, I did not think it would ever happen. I didn't. Hey, I am an optimist, but I didn't think that would happen. And it has, and I rejoice. But Ever since we've been talking about overturning Roe versus Wade, I have tried to remind all of us that's not going to stop abortion. It simply means it goes back to the individual states. That's all it means. 
overturning Roe versus, in spite of all of the hysteria from the liberal left about Roe versus Wade being overturned. And, of course, you know that the liberal left does not deal with facts and truth. They deal with emotion, feelings, and, if possible, hysteria. And with abortion, hysteria was very, very prominent and continues to be, by the way. We must do a better job of dealing with abortion from a scientific perspective, a moral perspective, a spiritual perspective, a heart issue. Killing an unborn child because it's inconvenient is immoral. We must continue to make the fact known that that is an unborn human being. And there's all kinds of ways we can do that. I think one excellent way is to point out bald eagle eggs. It is illegal to even touch a bald eagle egg. That's really, 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 really illegal to destroy one. But it's illegal to even touch one, to move one. You can't do it. Why? Well, because it's an unborn eagle. Hadn't been born yet. And if you look at the difference between an unborn baby in the womb and a bird in the in the shell, in the egg, listen, the unborn human being is much, much, much more like a human being than a bird in the in the shell, in the egg. And yet everyone understands that when it's an egg, it's an unborn creature that deserves protection. But we don't we don't carry that over to human beings. What I'm saying is, let's continue to fight for the legislation. But let's win hearts. We've got to win hearts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.